Hey guys, welcome to season two of A Few of My Friends. This is episode five. I sat down with Sarah, who is from Ohio and transferred here to Georgia. She is mama, she is a photographer, she is a student, and she is a teacher. Sarah's a wonderful person. When I first started this podcast, she was one of the most supportive people. I told her, I was like, man, I'm trying to create these goodie bags for people who come and share their stories. And she said, well, why don't I let you have a discounted rate to give to them? And so if you look at her photography page, you will see photos of Emma. You'll see photos of Sarah from the breakup episode. And she just does an amazing job sharing just their beauty and just their stories too through pictures. I hope that you enjoy sitting down with us. Oh my goodness, this episode is close to an hour long. (laughs) Like, I didn't realize we were talking so much. But I hope that you feel like you're sitting at the table with us, drinking a Coke, drinking a coffee, whatever, and just chatting with friends. I hope that you will check out her photography page too because she does a phenomenal job. She's on Facebook and Instagram at A-G-H Photography. All right, today I am here with Sarah, who is the resident photographer <laughs> for um, a few of my friends. And so each guest that comes on, Sarah gifts them a discounted session. And so that has been really cool to see their photos show up yeah. over time. Yeah. Um, and so, well, okay, why did you start photography? Like, let me start there. Okay. I'm going backwards. Going backwards. <laughs> awesome. I started photography when I was in high school. I um, was influenced by one of my best friends. She was in photography class, and she showed me all of her work, and I was just so impressed. And I was like, I really want to learn more about this. And at the time, I was taking different classes that I was not able to take photography classes. So when uh, I got out of college and... um, after you know having Ava and everything, and no, going to like for example, uh, Portrait Innovations. You remember the mm-hmm. those stores? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would always go there to um, get um, pictures done. You know, if it was like couples, family, whatever, the prices were just outrageous, and I'm like, I can't do this. Um, so I told my husband. I was like, I'm going to get into photography. I'm going to start with landscape first and see how that goes. And then kind of work my way to portrait. And then, you know, try different cameras. Yeah. I tried it, you know, Nikon and then um, transitioned over to Canon. And I just, it was like self-taught. I didn't go to school. It was just um, learning on my own and doing the research. And I'm still learning to this day. Right. You know? Yeah. So... And I've been very, very blessed of the outcomes that I've gotten right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still, like, using my creative side on, you know, with my photography. I just don't want to be that bland photographer, like, that does the same thing over and over again. Right, yeah. I want to kind of, like, you know, brand out and, you know, do my own thing. My favorite that you just did are the girls, like, on the softball field, <laughs> yeah. but, like, in these beautiful gowns. Yeah. And I'm like... Oh, yeah. like they have their cleats on and these gowns. 
Um, and those are my favorite. Like it's that just was so a different. favorite session. Yeah, it was very different. Um, it it shows the girls' personalities because mm-hmm. when I did that photo shoot on the field, some of the girls were very like shy, and they're like, "I don't know how to do this," and I'm like. We're going to have fun. You're in a beautiful dress. You're going to show me what you can do. Mm-hmm. And they were showing me all of their skills. And I'm like, this is amazing. You're doing this in a dress. Because they have these mean faces. <laughs> the mean faces. Like their yes. game face, really. And they're like, beautiful gowns. You're beautiful gowns. <laughs> you know, it's just yes. so cool. I loved looking at those. Um, and your family ones are always so fun. Like, mm-hmm. because we know similar families. Yes. Uh I, it's fun to see their personalities come out through their photos. Yes. Especially, like, the truck bed ones. Yes. And the kids are like, oh, yeah. so cute. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I bet that was hard to take. Because <laughs> that kid's a pistol. But, I know. <laughs> you know, with the family sessions, like, everybody, oh, pose, pose, pose. And I'm like, I'm not that photographer. I want you to do your norm. And I will take the picture. Mm-hmm. And those are the ones that you want to keep. Those are the ones that you want to remember. And that's what I've learned through my photography is what works, what doesn't. Mm -hmm. And I enjoy it. And I'm going to keep doing it. Okay, what was the worst session? You don't have to, like, say names. It was was me with Stella. We were like, oh, my my gosh, no. Listen, Stella, oh. No, yours was fun. Um, No, gosh. I would, I'm not saying the worst session. I said, you know, there are sometimes, there, there are these type of clients that, you know, they think they're queen bee and they were like, they want the poses, they want what they want. And I give them, you know, advice, but they can take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. And so there was one client that should have been in a studio um, session, but she wanted outdoor and it didn't go as what she wanted. And I tried to convince her, her husband tried to convince yeah. her, and it was just, like, not happening. So, we did the best that we could to our to my ability and to her ability, and she got the result that we were trying to tell her, and that, you know, it should have been a studio session. So, yeah, even, you know, when, you, <laughs> you know, I know there are certain things that you want, but sometimes it doesn't work out that way, and, you know, either take the advice mm-hmm. or just, you know, get what you get. <laughs> Yeah, well, and you do know what's going to look good. Yeah, I mean, what, you know, the colors are, the mm-hmm. colors, you know, the theme, you know, exactly, you know, what location, what works, and what doesn't work. Right. And, you know, trying, you know, some clients are, like, very willing, very open, and, you know, like, okay, what do I wear? Mm-hmm. What, what do I need to do? You know, those are the types of questions I receive. But then I have, you know, one or two clients that already know what they want, and they want it like that. And I'm like, well, you're not going to get it like that. I know when Stella and I did ours, <laughs> um, Stella's my dog. Um, and so I did the doggy sesh. When we did ours, you had already done some shots at that spot. Yes. At the log wall. Yes. And so I was looking back through the pictures to see what people yeah. were wearing. Because yeah. I was like, I don't know what to wear. Yeah. And um, Stella and I ended up matching with. I wore a furry vest. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was like, we look like twins. Perfect. It worked out perfect. <laughs> and so I, I was mean, like, I, I love the shoot. I love what Haley did. And, oh, yeah. I mean, both of them rocked. I mean, mm-hmm. I just, I couldn't believe, like, how beautiful they turned out. Yeah. They were just. Haley has a husky. And yes. oh, my gosh. Beautiful. 
he. I, how hard is it to shoot dogs though? Because they're coming into this unfamiliar territory. This is not what we're talking about today, <laughs> but this is what I want to talk about. No, um, you come into this unfamiliar territory, and like Stella is pretty good most of the time. But, like, there was a big dog, and she was like, this no. is my mom. There were people. Yeah. She was like, very protective. she's very protective, yep. um, mm-hmm. which is strange for this, like, golden fluff. Yeah. You know? Oh, I mean, you're exactly right. Um, with any dog, you know, it could be from a small dog to, you know, a Great Dane. They're very protective over their owners. Mm-hmm. So when I communicate with clients about bringing animals onto the property, whatever location they want to go to, um, you know, just making them aware, you know, of what's on the property, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, make sure on a leash and, you know, bring treats if you want, um, et cetera. But, you know, also, make, you know, there will be other people there in that, you know, you just, you just have to be, you know, aware of your surroundings. And we go places. Uh, it's yeah, not like yeah. we just sit at home. No, it's, it's She's the... She's been on the go, but she was like... The environment, <laughs> the location, I mean, the animals, the scents. I mean, mm-hmm. it could have been anything. Yeah. Anything. Uh, there were a lot. Triggered. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, but I think she just is very protective. Yes. And she is like, this is my mom. Watch out. Yes. And like, stop barking. <laughs> <laughs> Please, it's awkward. <laughs> um. So, have you always lived in Georgia? I have not. I'm actually from Cincinnati, Ohio. Um basically born and raised and moved to Georgia in 2010 um, for my husband's job and uh, it's been you know it's been an adventure with ups and downs Mm -hmm. at the beginning Um, moved to Georgia when I was like 24 right after I graduated uh, from my college with my bachelor's What's your bachelor's in? It is in middle school uh, ed. Um, very different from down, down here. Um, you know, we, we kind of separate them out. Um, we have elementary ed and that was like K through third mm-hmm. and then middle was fourth through ninth and then oh. secondary. So it was very different. Um, so I was getting my master's, uh, at the university I was attending and then we found out that we were moving. So everything was kind of just pushed back until we figured things out. So what, um, what made you want to be a teacher? I think I was seven years old and it was between being a vet and (laughs) yeah, working with animals or being a teacher and working with people. And I was always undecided of what I wanted to do, um, because I was in 4-H for about 16 years, um, you know, showing all kinds of animals and, I um, decided probably my freshman year of high school that I wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to work in first first grade or second grade. Um, so my sister is a vet tech, and so we share these stories. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, your life is terrible. You're a classroom. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know how you work with animals. Yeah. They can't communicate they with can't you. Communicate. At least a seven-year-old can tell me <laughs> yeah. I have to go to the bathroom. Exactly. You know? And so I, I don't know how she does it. Yeah. And th- but also you have to deal with people. Yes. So with that part, yes. I'm like, you're dealing with all sorts of people's babies. Really. Yes. We yep. have we have parents in there. 
have human babies. Human babies. But um, they have, you know, these dog babies. And, mm-hmm. and I think people are more protective of their animals than they are their I agree. Um, <laughs> kids no, I agree. sometimes. Yeah. So um, we, we swap stories and I'm like, <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. Yes. Um, and so... You went to be a teacher. You were in your mm-hmm. math. Were you teaching or no? You I was were just not. Going straight to um, masters. Yeah, I was going right into my master's program when we found out that we were moving. Um, so I was not teaching at the time. I finished my field experience um, training, and then I was moving right along. So you um, were twenty four, mm-hmm. and like your whole family is up there. Or do you have family in Georgia? I do not have family in Georgia at all. It is just my husband. So and my you walked away with this guy that you are you married at this point? Or? We are engaged. I've okay. been with him for eight years, um, and then we finally decided. Um, he finally proposed uh, my senior year of college. Okay. Yeah. So you were coming to Georgia with this guy that you're engaged to, mm-hmm. and you're like. I just drove to Ohio, and so I know that it's a <laughs> lot of hours away. It is. That is what I know. It is. Is Cincinnati at the bottom part? Yes. Okay, so yeah. at least it's a little closer than I was mm-hmm. at the top part. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. North Ohio. Yeah. And so it's a little bit closer, but you're still, what, eight to ten hours away? Or how long does it take you to get home? Depending on breaks with, you know, um, with children and dogs <laughs> yeah. and all that great stuff, it's about eight, nine-hour drive. Pretty much. That's terrible. Because <laughs> you're not going, like, you're not getting in the car and going to the beach. No. Nope. You are going to the land of flat yeah. mountains. Yeah. Like, it's just a different, I can say this, like, it's different. It's like, well, they don't have air conditioning a lot, and so that was fun. Yeah. I was like, where's... The air. <laughs> I'm hot. I'm like this heat wave business. I'm like back home. Yes. Back where I come from, we have air conditioning. Yeah. No. Um. So you moved to Georgia. Where did you move? Like what part of Georgia? So when we found out the news, um, we decided to um, look into the relocation program that that was offered by the company, mm-hmm. and then they. Okay, told us to come down for a weekend and to hook up with one of the realtors that they offered and they would take us around the location. So we looked around Duluth, Snellville, and Lawrenceville. Those are the three main areas. You know, I told the realtor that I didn't want to live close to the city. I'm a country Mm -hmm. girl. So I want to be out into the country as, you know, much as possible. So, I mean, we probably looked and looked for that whole weekend trying to find a house. Um, this was like the time of the foreclosures. Uh-huh. Um, you know, so it was a lot to see at the time and seeing the area and it, and it, it was very, it's very different. I mean, we were moving into Gwinnett and you know, Gwinnett is the largest County and I'm used to, and so is he an elementary, middle school, high school. One, one, uh-huh. not like so 12. many <laughs> 12 elementary schools. Yes. I know. Um, so that was, that was a big, um, big change, um, to see. And we were like deciding okay, which area would mm. benefit us the most. And, you know, 
um, getting kind of away from the crowded parts and, right. you know, kind of saying to ourselves. And, I mean, too, you're 24. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're making big life decisions as a 24-year-old. I know yeah. we were buying houses at the same time, yeah. 2012, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so I was a little bit older. Yeah. And I still didn't have a clue what mm-hmm. I was doing. Um, and so I don't know how you're making that decision as a 24-year-old. And, like, the market was pretty good at that it point. It was. Because there were, we were coming out of that recession. There were lots of foreclosures. So, you had good options, but. So, the funny part about, you know, when we came down, and it's not funny, but. Um, so, the weekend that we came down to look at houses, it was right before the Gwinnett flood. Um, so, everything was underwater. All the houses that we saw were in water. And we're just like, um, what do we do now? I'm like, do we go to another county? I'm like, are these houses going to be livable? I'm like, now we have more to add onto our plate. And so we, we kept working with the realtor and they found us a nice house in Lawrenceville that, you know, was livable. Good. And so we, so Lawrenceville is a pretty good area. It, it, yes. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't have any, you know, any differences between the areas you didn't know I didn't know (laughs) I didn't know at the time I didn't know the clusters and you know I was learning you know Mm -hmm. same with you know my husband and I was like well this is going to work this is you know where we're going to live you know and we'll make decisions you know later on and we were in the archer cluster so um the schools around us back then were you know not heavily overcrowded at the time. Mm-hmm. We were to ourselves. It was nice. Yeah. And then, you know, um, trying to adjust to everything at the beginning was very hard. It was very, very hard. Did um, you, like, have to come here and, like, get a job instantly? Like, okay. Yep. So, he already had he a He already job. had his job. I was looking, like, on um, employment um, websites. Mm-hmm. Um, I did find a job. Um, <laughs> since I didn't know the area and I was still learning, um, I found a job um, for just like teaching preschool, um, you know, twos and threes yeah. at the beginning. Um, and worth, and that was like mm, an hour away. Um, oh my God. Yeah. So it, it was a lot on driving. It was a lot, you know, to do. And I'm like, mm, this is not for me I got to find something else that benefits you know that's a little bit closer so I from that job I just wanted um after we moved down to Georgia I had Ava and my daughter and so basically I just wanted a part-time job so she could be with me Mm -hmm. and I could just work you know in the afternoon you know as after school teacher or something you know just to you know just work part-time you know, and then figure out what I wanted to do, you know, from there. So you moved to Georgia. Yeah. With this guy that you kind of know, um, you're engaged to, mm-hmm. you get married and you have a child mm-hmm. and you're by yourself, really. Pretty like much. your family is still, 
I feel like that's what keeps people afloat is their community, their mm-hmm. tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes a village to really raise a kid. It does. And your village is in <laughs> is I eight hours away. away. And so like I mean, how was that? At the beginning, it was very difficult. Um because, you know, my husband had to, you know, go to the office. You know, I was by myself with my daughter um, most of the days and, you know, trying to get to know people and, you know, um, figuring out my employment status, you know, just trying to figure things out, mm-hmm. you know, on how we can make everything work. And there were times, I'm not going to lie, that I just want to pack up and move back because I just like... I don't feel comfortable and just want to, I just need to go back to Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I, you know, being there for my husband and supporting him and, you know, getting, you know, getting through the ups and the downs, you know? Yeah. Like what was, I mean, I'll just say this, but like yeah. the hardest part was what? I think the hardest part with a brand new baby, a brand new baby. Um, the hardest part probably was, you know, and I, I told, I've told my husband, his name's Eric, actually. Um, I've told him sometimes I feel like a single parent mm-hmm. in doing everything myself. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and we had discussions about that a lot. Um, and he, he never wanted me to feel like that at all. And, you know, we always had the discussions, you know let's you know see how the next couple months go see how next Mm -hmm. year goes if it's not what we want then we can think of moving back right and then within the next year um it it got better um when I started working an after-school teacher and started you know getting to know other Mm -hmm. you know teachers in the you know the community I was making those friendships. Well, and building your own identity, right? Like, because I remember 24, I am not the same person. Mm -mm. And so you're trying to build yourself. Yeah. So when I started working, um, it was at a discovery point. And they were just looking for an after-school teacher. And I said, hey, I'll do it. And I was there for five years. And I loved the teachers that I worked with. Ava loved being there. Um, And I just... Got to know the community, got to know the teachers, and they kind of helped me, help guide mm-hmm. me to, um, excuse me, to where I needed to go um, to get into the school system. Yeah. Because it was, at the time, it was, <laughs> it's, um, it was very difficult yeah. to get into the school system. Like, it, I yeah. was hearing you have to know someone, to know mm-hmm. someone, to know someone. And I'm like... Okay, well, I got to figure this out because... Yeah. And they were laying teachers off. Uh-huh. Like, there wasn't enough. There was a... They were furloughing yes. people. And so, it was it was a scary time it in was, the school system. Yes. Um, so, so, that's, that's hard. <laughs> it is. And I finally um, got guided in the right direction. I became um, a Georgia Pre-K assistant um, for two years. And I loved it. And I thought, okay, I can do more. And one of the teachers I worked with, my lead teacher, she's like, you're, you're awesome. I'm going to see if I can get my connections into one of the school systems in Gwinnett and see if you can become a parapro. 
and she referenced me to the principal and I got the interview and got the job. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So I was a um, pre-K sped parapro for autism and crosscat for two years and um, I loved it. I loved being in the classroom, helping my lead teacher. I was with another parapro. I loved what I was doing and I loved learning about new material. Data was like mm-hmm. my thing. I loved recording data and like helping out my lead teacher. And within that time span, like even before I was working in Gwinnett, um, from, you know, Georgia pre-K to Gwinnett, I had my son, Holden. And then after um, I was working in Gwinnett for a couple years, then I had my other son, Grayson, who's my youngest. So, like, I tried to keep them, um, Holden and Ava are, are similar, um, you know, close in age. And then Grayson was, you know, a little bit later, but still worked out. Um, but after I had Grayson, um, there were some health issues with him um, that, um, and I don't mind sharing this, um, that a parent, you know, when you, when you don't have family and you have to figure everything out, you know, when your child goes into the hospital because there is a health issue, um, at six weeks old, um, he had RSV and he also had what's um, called, um, larga malaysia, where there's cartilage in the back of the throat and it was not developed correctly. So he had a hard time breathing and we were admitted into Scottish Rite for like a week and doing everything myself. My husband was basically with our two other children, and basically I was in the hospital with my child. So it was... And that's at a time when two people could go yes. in the hospital together yes. with their kid. So oh my gosh. it was, it was a, a, you know... What do they do to fix that? Like, do you do surgery? You can do surgery. His, um, there, so there's a mild to severe. He was a mild. Okay. Um, so it would... It would fix itself by the age of two. Okay. But, yeah, as a baby, you have to take uh, very strict precautions. So, I probably felt like a nurse, you know, when I was in the hospital because they teach you everything. So, being a parent, being a teacher, being a nurse, you know, and taking all those roles, you know, those, you know, Grayson, you know, has been through a lot compared to the other two, but you know, he, he's a fighter and he is six years old and he is energetic (laughs) and will not stop. Um, but yeah, I mean, there were so many things that I've I've done by myself. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't mind saying this either. I've had C-sections on all my three. My first C-section was Ava. Eric was with me. My other two, Holden was by myself. My husband was not there because he was with Ava. Because you didn't have somebody to my mom was not care for them. My mom was not flying in it and flying in the next day. My water broke the day before. So Holden was coming. Yeah. So I did that by myself. And I was okay. I was okay. And then with Grayson, I Eric was able to be with me. But being through those moments, I'm like, it's like you know, it makes you stronger mm-hmm. as a per as a mother as a you know, 
and I'm just like, what else can I do? Yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. So, all, like, all my three children are a blessing and, you know, keep me going as a mom. And then figuring out, okay, is Georgia going to be our home or is Ohio? And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know. Because you've been here for 10 years now? Oh, no. Okay. Uh, Ava is 12. Okay. So, yeah, 12 years going on 13. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. She's, she's going to describe in. Ava to me. <laughs> I've never met Ava. I've met Grayson. Met Grayson. He comes to school with you. So, describe Ava. Ava is my mini me. Um, if you see her, you'll be like, oh my gosh, she looks just like you. And it's, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, she's very smart, very creative, very artistic. She loves volleyball. Um, she, she has played for the rec um, for two seasons, and they've been undefeated. Um, so she loves um, playing the sport. Mm-hmm. Also, she has been in showing miniature horses, and um, this is her second year doing it. And um, we're going actually to Ohio um, for regionals um, to show. Oh, that's fun. Yes, for three days. And then we're going to go to Worlds in Texas. Oh, goodness. So, it's yeah, it's all coming together, and it's all new experiences, and she loves it. Um, but she's also my sassy. She's, <laughs> <laughs> she's my sassy. Um, but she's going into seventh grade. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, <laughs> do you have horses, or do you, like, borrow people? Like, I don't even know how the horse world works. Yeah. But um, So we go to a um, miniature horse farm in Loganville, and um, she has – the trainer is awesome. Um, she has probably, like, you know, 12 miniatures and, like – the team um, that Ava trains with is like four other children. So and they have their own horses. And yeah, we care for them and um, show them and, you know, go all, we go all over to different places. That's so fun. <laughs> like, I don't love horses, but it's fun to like watch other people do it. Yes. Um, I think I'm terrified of them, but maybe not a mini horse. Maybe think, of, think of Scarlet. I know. I'm just like, <laughs> a dog around yep um okay and so holden describe holden holden is 10 he's going into fifth and he is my he's the mini me of my husband um he he's very smart he wants to be a paleontologist when he grows up he has never changed his mind about that he loves to learn about um technology he loves to code um, I mean, he can, you know, he can have a conversation after another conversation. I mean, he just, he just absorbs it. He's, yeah, he's that type of child that just wants to know everything. And That's cool. Yeah. He's very smart and he loves going to school. And I'm like, okay. And he loves to play soccer. He's, he's a soccer mm-hmm. child. Does Grayson play a sport? Soccer. Soccer. Yeah. I think soccer is a good one. Yes, I think so too. Yeah. Um, I think it's where they can interact with other children their own age, you know, play the different positions and just enjoy it. It's yeah. not that competitive. But well and you if you're out there on the field you have to pay attention. And so I yes. think it teaches, it teaches them to be aware of, of what's going on yes. around them, right? <laughs> yes. So um I love Grayson because he comes to school with you. He's just <laughs> Like, 
his face, like his facial expressions, his mm-hmm. eyes, you know, he's he's saying things without saying things. <laughs> and I'm like Oh yes, he is the light of my life. Um he like he So just, he's your favorite, that's he, what you're saying. He's the baby. <laughs> he's, Mom's yeah. favorite. It's fine. <laughs> All of them are my babies, but he he is out of the other two. Grayson is just more, he, he puts a challenge, he puts out a challenge. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that is, but like he comes up and he talks to us and about, you know, something that he's learned about reading or about math. Like, it's just, okay, let's, you know, let's dig into this. You Mm -hmm. know, what do you want to learn about with your reading your book? Or what do you want to learn about with math? Because it just, it just comes to him and I'm just like, Okay. And the other two, they're they're independent, and yeah. you know because their age. But Grayson, he's still filtering that stuff. He's still learning, and like he wants to know what's that, what's that. And I'm like, oh, that's fun. I was like, okay, <laughs> let me breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I need a moment. I need a moment. <laughs> yes. Okay, so you're trying to decide right now, like, are we gonna stay here? Yeah. Are you? I mean, Georgia's pretty cool, and the best part about Georgia is that it doesn't snow like it does in Ohio. That's what I. That's how I try to sell it to people. It's not like, and if it does, the world shuts down, so you don't even have that's to go to true. work. That is true. Um, we're always excited when it snows in Georgia. We take a picture. Like I have two pictures of our house with covered with snow, and it was probably only like twice. Twice. My whole life. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Like, it doesn't happen often, guys. Uh, when it does. No, we're like, like, snap, snap, snap. Yeah. And um, it's literally like And then it's gone. Yeah. I know. I... <laughs> but then it's gone. It's gone. And you don't have to, like, I, I you have to have a whole different wardrobe to live in a place where it snows. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. what I've learned. Don't go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Eric and I have always talked to like back and forth, back and forth, you know, um, living in Georgia, you know, going back to home, you know, et cetera, and um, figuring out the pros and the cons. And we recently have ta- have discussed this and um, with our families and, you know, parents getting older um, and, you know, seeing when is the best time to move back. Mm-hmm. Um, and currently right now, I'm I'm actually back in school getting my master's. Um, so, and it's all online and that is fabulous. Um, but I've talked to my children, I've gotten, you know, their opinions, you know, talking to Eric, you know, and make the right decision when it's time. Mm-hmm. Um, Georgia has grown on us for the last couple of years. Um, we've made those connections, made those friendships, those relationships. And, you know, it's, we have a family in Georgia and we have family up in Ohio. And so it is, it will be very, very hard when we decide to move back because yeah. we're leaving our family down here. Right. You know, so we're not making the move right now. Um, it's, when it's time, you know, it, it'll be the best time to move back. So. That's um, scary. 
and exciting mm-hmm. and because you like it's not just you anymore it's not you have three children that you have to mm-hmm. they've made their friendships they've made mm-hmm. their connections so when I was hearing what they had to say it's like okay I really have to put this into perspective and you know, it's not just about me. It's not just about Eric. It's about all of us. Mm-hmm. So I want to do the right thing for my family. And, you know, when is the good time? Mm-hmm. You know. Well, and Ava is going, I mean, she's in middle school. She's in like, middle school. That's such a. It is. It's a big transition if, you know, yeah. moving out. Um, so. That's hard. It is hard. It is very hard because she's made those friendships mm-hmm. and those connections. Um, so I don't want to take her out of that. Um, so the, those are the things that, you know, we are, you know, in the back of our heads, you know, yeah. it's there. That's so, hard. It's hard. Well, but I think when she, like, if you decide to move, like, I don't think you'll regret it because you'll be with your family and I, no. you'll all make new friends yes. and family. And, no, I don't think... It, it's, it's, like I said, it's going to be hard. Yeah. I, I made friendships, a, a lot of friendships down here, a lot of connections. Um, you know, I've, you know, been through ups and downs and, you know, but it's just, it's going to be hard mm-hmm. to leave everyone. Yeah. So. Well, and it doesn't snow. So. <laughs> it doesn't snow. It doesn't snow. That's the only reason that you should live in Georgia forever is that it doesn't really snow. No. I just couldn't. I, 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 I don't know. My cousin, we went to visit her, and she lives in this quaint little town. Mm-hmm. I mean, like hallmark at Yes. You know, it yep. was just like perfect. Yep. And I was like, mm-hmm. I could live here. <laughs> I mean, but then I was like, oh, wait. Then it's going to snow. Probably in, like, October it's going to snow. It possibly would because up north it's where they get the most Mm -hmm. snowstorms. I mean, during the summer they get outrageous thunderstorms and tornadoes, Mm -hmm. and it happens. And then during the winter that's when the snowstorms come in, and we're just like, yay. No. (laughs) No. No, thanks. I mean, I, like... I told myself it'd be fun for like a little bit, but <laughs> well, like, you know, when the snowstorms come, you know, people there they know how to drive through them down here. Uh-huh. <laughs> no one knows how to drive. I wouldn't know. Somebody'd have to come take me to work. <laughs> I can't come to work today because I don't know how to get through the snow. Sorry, my mom didn't. I asked my mom that <laughs> when we got home the other day. I was like, Mom, who taught you how to drive in the snow? Uh huh. Or maybe I asked my cousin. I don't remember. And I, I was like, who teaches you to drive in the snow? And the answer was like, you just learn how to do it. Yeah. It's like just a way of life. Yeah. So yeah. I guess kind of like a rainstorm, you just learn how to drive exactly. through the rain. You just learn how to drive through this. That doesn't sound fun. It's not. I will tell you that. It's not. I've been on the highway with like an inch or two of snow with ice unpacked. Driving a Honda Civic. Oh, yeah. 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 So, come. You would need, like, a tank. <laughs> <laughs> like, something with big tires. <laughs> That's what I would say. But, yeah. Um, okay, so if you could go back and, like, tell 24-year-old self Sarah, mm-hmm. what would you tell her? 
I would tell her to support your family, support the decisions that you make with your husband, and, you know, looking at the pros and the cons before you move, um, and, you know, looking out for, you know, your family in Ohio and in Kentucky, um, because there will be changes, you know, big traumatic changes. Mm-hmm. And how are you going to cope? Yeah. Far, far from home. Far from home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you had to do it again, would you still do the same thing? Would you still make the move to Georgia? Um, if there was more job opportunities at the time of the move... I would have, I probably would have stayed. There was not a lot of mm-hmm. job opportunities at the time really? for my husband. And he, he loves what he does. That's the thing. He loves what he does. Mm-hmm. And so that's that right there. When I, when, when he got the job at the company and he was just so ecstatic and then you know, finding out that we were moving down here and everything and, you know, it was just um, changes, but he stuck with it. And then, you know, it's every year, you know, something would change and he, he learned something new or, you know, um, working with teens or, you know, doing what he does, what mm-hmm. he does best. And I just, I don't understand what he does, but he's a problem solver he loves technology. He loves putting computers together. Yeah. I don't know how you do that. Me either. But, like, anything that's wrong with our computer, our phones, anything with technology, he'll figure it out and he'll try to fix it. And so I'm like, this is the reason why we moved down here is because of the job opportunity that lets him be an engineer. Yeah. And that's what he enjoys. And I'm not going to not gonna stop that, you know. Yes, my feelings, you know rise up and I get emotional when I hear something with my family or with his family and I'm just like I can't do this anymore mm-hmm. I cannot I have to be with family I have to be there and then I have to bring it back down and be like okay why are we here um, we're here for you know support we're here for connections and you know caring for family and um it's just making it all work yeah yeah I mean that's it's a big big thing like that's when we left Ohio this time I was like I really wish we lived closer because Kelsey is very similar to like very musically talented like my cousin's marrying this guy and Mm -hmm. he's talented and his kid is talented like they can pick up a guitar and just like play play and I was like, I wish we lived closer so that she had someone that she could, like, get together with and, you know, yeah. do those things um, instead of being, you know, 10-plus hours away. Yeah. That, I was like, this really stinks. I know. Um, yeah. You know, because you want <laughs> you, you want the best of both worlds, yes. right? Like, yes. Can we just teleport? That's, that's <laughs> Where's that technology? <laughs> Flying cars. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so next you're in your master's program. Yes. You are still, you're planning to be a teacher. Yeah. Do you want to teach elementary? Um, I 
favor elementary ed. Um, I prefer those grade levels. Okay. I can teach middle school if uh, if desired. Um, but yes, my focus is on the lower elementary grades. Yeah. You know, basically, you know, from kindergarten to second grade. Mm-hmm. Watching favor. them develop. Yes. I, I love those. I, I love yeah. that age. It's fun to see them like learning to read, like the light yes. bulb moments. That's it's, what I like. It's like yeah. the feeling of the heart. And I'm mm-hmm. like, but I mean, I've, I've taught, you know, from pre-K all the way up to 12th grade in private schools. Um, but, you know, it's different mm-hmm. compared to public. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, you know, working, you know, in interventions right now, um, I love it. Yeah. And getting to work with all the grades and seeing all the developments. And I'm like, this is yeah, like that's, a That's one thing that you've done this year is you came to a new school and you yeah. helped um, work with our kids that needed extra support yes and so teachers would give you the interventions yes and you would have to like learn that intervention learn that kid too so you could work with them yeah and then kind of try to um help them (laughs) yeah like like, help them is it working is it not working yeah um like figuring out the resources that are helpful and making those connections Mm -hmm. or figuring a different plan was your favorite kid this year my favorite kid too? <laughs> Say yes. <laughs> um, that I mean, I'm telling you, like I like my part of this is I watched this child who had been in this program for two years, yeah. And when she came, I was like, she just needs a little extra. I could tell that, like, if. She just put in the work, and everything just went according to plan. Right. And, I mean, she just made so much progress this year. Several did. Oh, yes. Several. Several. And, I mean, it just was cool because as their teacher, like, I have to do all these other things. Yeah. And so it was nice that you just kind of came in, and you took them for five minutes. Yeah. You did what they needed, and then... Yeah. Um, and of course you had to build those relationships (laughs) with all those kids, but it was really cool to, um, see them grow and then like them Mm -hmm. come in and be like, Oh, I did this with Miss Looney. Yeah. You know? And I was like, Oh yeah. (laughs) So you're remembering the things you learned with her. That's good. Yeah. Um, but also probably the hardest job in the whole school. I, I may, I, I guess so. It was probably, yeah, it was. was? Okay. I I will say (laughs) Okay. I nominate you the hardest job. I I didn't think it was like that, but I mean, I like I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I enjoy working with students one on one and getting to know them, getting to know their plan and what they need to achieve. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, you know, we had success this year, mm-hmm. and we're still striving for success. And um, you know, they're growing. In yeah. And it just, it just fills my heart, you know, working with them. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't have a class, I have these students that I see on a daily basis. Right. And getting to know them and getting, you know, what they know and what they, you know, need to work on. And then when they're done, it just, it breaks my heart when they're yeah. done. Because <laughs> they're done. I don't get to see I them know, anymore. I know, when they make progress. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like, done. Hey. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, okay. Um, 
Okay, well, I always like to end with, um, did you, sorry, it's a bug. <laughs> ADD. Um, all right, did you have anything else you wanted to share first? I think so. Okay. I think it covered so, all. So, I appreciate you sharing your story. Sure. Um, being vulnerable from, you know, that move from Ohio to the land of red clay, basically. <laughs> yeah, basically. Which is startling to everybody. Um, but I always like to ask, like, what is one thing that helps you be successful? Like, some people have said meditation. Some have, like, mine is my teacher bag. Um, that I just have to have it. I feel like it makes me a better teacher. Mm-hmm. What is something that makes you a better person? A better person. <laughs> yeah, better teacher, a better person. Um, that you have to have. That I have to have. I would say, honestly, my family. Mm-hmm. Um, my kids, you know, make me who I am. My husband supports me in everything. That I do, even though I spend a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And I get called out on it so much. Um, And he supports, you know, my photography. He supports me getting my master's. And, um, you know, we have come a very long way within the last couple years. A very long way. And I think family is the most important um, thing to us Mm -hmm. um, right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing and uh, I appreciate you here. Yeah. But also at school, all that you've done and all that you do for our school. You're amazing. I love it. (laughs) I love it.